Welcome back to Weekly Call with Jose De Haro from the New York Stock Exchange. The S&P 500 took a breather during the past week, logging a modest downtick of one-tenth of a percent, while the Nasdaq Composite added around one percent thanks to relative strength in the technology sector. The benchmark index spanned the week inside a 25-point range as participants awaited the start of the fourth quarter earnings season. On Friday, Bank of America, JP Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo got things going with a set of mixed results. Bank of America and JP Morgan Chase top bottom line expectations, while Wells Fargo reported below consensus results. The three names surged at the start of Friday's session about a sole intraday profit taken. It is worth remembering that the financial sector enjoyed a huge post-election rally, soaring more than 15% in just one month. During the past week, though, the sector shed around one-tenth of a percent. Meanwhile, the top-weighted technology sector advanced eight-tenths of a percent, with chipmakers leading the way. The PHLX Semiconductor Index climbed around 1.8% ahead of next week's release of quarterly results from index components like AS. ML, uh, linear technology, and Skyworks. Uh, investors also received a small batch of economic reports last week, with the most noteworthy pair crossing the wires on Friday. December production price production index was up at three tenths of a percent in December, and core and the core number was up around two tenths of a percent, and both were closer to expectations. While December retail sales were up around six tenths of a percent. And if we exclude automobile sales, they were up around two tenths of a percent, and both numbers disappointed. Recall that uh, two weeks ago, several apparel retailers made cautious comments about their expectations for fourth quarter earnings. Uh, the consumer discretionary sector, though, uh, added around eight tenths of a percent for the week, extending its January gain to 3.2 percent. Also on Friday, we learned that uh, during the holiday season, uh, retail sales were up around four percent. I think a lot of industries uh, are going to be coming back. We have to get our drug industry coming back. Our drug industry has been disastrous. They're leaving left and right. They supply our drugs, but they don't make them here to a large extent. And the other thing we have to do is create new bidding procedures for the drug industry because uh, they're getting away with murder. Uh, pharma. Pharma has a lot of lobbies, a lot of lobbyists, and a lot of power. And there's very little bidding on drugs. We're the largest buyer of drugs in the world, and yet we don't bid properly. And we're going to start bidding. I'm going to save billions of dollars over a period of time. And we're going to do that with a lot of other industries. On uh, Wednesday, the stock market held a modest gain going into President-elect Trump's first news conferences winning the presidential election. However, the market gave back all of its gains and more after Mr. Trump expressed a desire to bring back pharmaceutical operations to the United States and voiced support for competitive drug pricing bidding. The biotechnology industry plunged immediately with the iShares and Nasdaq Biotechnology ETF closing lower by 3%. Most sectors returned to or above their pre-conference levels in the afternoon, but healthcare could not overcome biotechnology's sizable blow. Investors hoping to hear about the president-elect's infrastructure spending plans came away empty-handed. And as for rate hike expectations, uh, Burley Butch, uh, during uh, the past week, uh, the implied uh, 
probability of a hike in June ticked up uh, to 69.7% according to the Fed Fund's futures market. And what's uh, coming up next week? Well, uh, European Central Bank officials are unlikely to make any change in policy next Thursday, while data from the United States will have the Federal Reserve decide whether to immediately follow December's rate increase with another. Uh, recent data from, from the Eurozone suggests uh, that uh, the bloc's economy ended 2016 on a solid uh, footing, and last uh, month uh, the ECB surprised markets by saying it will trim its monthly bond purchases to 60 billion euros starting in April. However, a rebound in prices in December is reviving calls for the ECB to topper its bond purchases, uh, particularly Germany. Uh, many Germans feel low rates are eating into their savings and fooling a property bubble, while inflation is already close to ECB's target of almost 2%. But a protectionist sentiment is growing uh, around the globe after Britain uh, voted to leave the European Union and Donald Trump won the US presidential election. Uh, so several elections in the EU countries this year could have far-reaching political ramifications and even threaten the Eurozone itself, so that's likely to stay the ECB's hand for now. Uh, before Trump's inauguration on Friday and their next uh, policy announcement on February 1st, several Fed policymakers are due to speak and they are likely to send an upbeat message. Inflation, industrial production and housing start numbers are all expected to sign out as strengthening in the economy, giving the Fed a scope to follow up uh, December's rate increase with more tightening this year. Its uh, Federal Open Market Committee is expected to hike twice more in 2017, and recent comments from policymakers suggest there could be a third move too. Uh, Britain's shock decision in June to leave uh, the European Union has sent sterling tumbling. Uh, although the economy has so far fared uh, better than expected, inflation numbers on Monday will probably show prices uh, jumped in December as imports became more expensive. Uh, Prime Minister Theresa May has said uh, she will trigger Article 50 starting uh, the formal withdrawal from the EU by the end of March. Uh, many think She will take a hard line on immigration at the cost of Britain's access to the single market, hindering uh, trade. Uh, May is uh, due to speak on Tuesday too, setting out uh, the, the approach her administration will take to Brexit. If she does indicate a way from a sub-Brexit, Sterling will probably fall farther. Of uh, all of these and how it affects uh, the US markets, uh, we will keep you posted as always here at Weekly Call with Uzeda Haro. Uh, Remember, you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and at uh, www.weeklycallwithhosedehara.com. Thanks uh, for listening to us, and have an amazing week.